You are listening to the Gear 30 Podcast, a community, you could even call it a support group, for people addicted to outdoor adventuring and all the gear that goes with it. There is no shame here. In spite of what your spouse or partner may say, we believe it's okay to own five tents, seven backpacks, and 18 jackets. Our slogan, inspired by the great explorer Sir Ranolf Fiennes, is, there is no such thing as bad weather, only inappropriate gear. So if you're an aspiring outdoor adventurer, a mountain guide, or anyone in between, you are in the right place. Welcome to the Gear 30 Podcast, where we talk about outdoor adventuring and all the gear that goes with it. Round two. Two point oh. We recorded this is my fault. We recorded this awesome it was probably the best podcast we ever recorded. It, and, it uh, is. The, I'm, the SD it, card. I'm heartbroken. It definitely really. had the funniest joke we've ever Stop. had on the podcast. <laughs> I'll try and bring it back, but it's just not gonna be the same. No, it's not gonna be the same. Uh yeah, so four minutes into our best podcast ever, it stopped recording and so we this is round two. Yeah. Well, this is the so. recap. Yep. Yeah. So just know that However good this episode should is, have been in the times trailer. it by 100. <laughs> yeah. I mean, that's At least 100. All right, so today we're talking about uh, family-friendly adventures for the spring and summer. Good idea. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> wow. <laughs> wow. Um, and, the, and the reason this came about is I was just, I was doing a little bit of daydreaming, and I was thinking about all the trips that I want to go on, all the adventures I want to go on. Um, with my wife and with friends and other things and then I was thinking you know there's some I really want to take the kids on some cool adventures mm-hmm. I want I want my kids to grow up loving the outdoors wanting to be in the outdoors not sitting inside watching TV and so I was thinking okay what adventures can we take the kids on that aren't gonna that are also parent friendly because um, I could haul them along on our adventures and then it would be a nightmare because they would be unhappy. Then and they would be could unhappy. haul you on their adventures and you would be unhappy. Right. So yeah. what's a, what are some family friendly adventures that I'd be, I'd be stoked to, to go on and the kids would enjoy and everything like that. So that's where this whole topic came about. And Brandon gave a lot of really good suggestions just right off the top of his head. Let's see if he can remember. Yeah, I can't remember are. any of them. Uh, so we started in, did we start with Southern Utah with arches? And yeah, I think so. Started with Antelope Island. No. Uh, that we did, you let the cat that, out of the bag that there. Was, that Ooh. was like a little later on. Destination like number four that he talked about. Yeah, so this time of year would be, Chase we talked about, sleeping. it's a good time to hit this before Easter, would be to go down to um, Arches National Park, the Moab area, uh, uh, Vernal Dinosaur National Museum. Mm-hmm. Um, Oh man, you know what? There's also, I mean, I didn't mention this on the last on the per- previous recording. There's uh, Fossil Butte or Butt. Oh yeah, Fossil, Fossil Butte but. um, Museum in the middle of nowhere. <laughs> I think it's in Wyoming. So it's past um, Bear Lake, but you can get it. Like, you can get to oh. it like two directions. You don't have to go huh. up to Bear Lake. You can get kind of go the back way through it. That is really cool. Really? Uh, for an afternoon. Yeah, you can just cruise up there, and there's no camping or anything. Is it's it a, like a, a good spring um, destination? Yeah, you can camp maybe at um, 
at Bear Lake when the snow melts or whatnot. But um, yeah, go see Fossil Butte. That's the place it, is cool. Interesting. Sweet. Yeah, the museum. I learned something this podcast. See? Wow. No. Yeah, that wasn't in the last podcast. No. You're welcome. I had to save stuff. Yeah, really. that was good. Yeah. <laughs> and so I think, you know, mid mid middle of the state is the best place to go right now, just to the south. Like yeah. you mentioned, uh, Goblin. Goblin Valley and just the whole San Rafael Swell area. Mm-hmm. Um, Which, what's the name of the trail that you took your kids on? Little Little Wild Horse. There you go. Trail. I want to do so, that. And there's a few other good hikes down there you can check online that are that are family friendly. But Little Wild Horse is probably the the one that stands out most. If you hit it before Easter, um, it's not too crazy. Like right now, it'd probably be a little a little cool, but you probably wouldn't have a lot of crowds maybe a little bit of snow in places um but little wild horse is such a cool hike it's cool for parents it's cool for the kids easy enough for the kids but but not a boring hike by any means Uh, i took my two-year-old and five-year-old on it one year and then the next year we went on it again as a three-year-old and a six-year-old now did the two-year-old hike or walk yeah yeah and the thing that was cool is (laughs) i mean it's a short it's only like 13 miles so <laughs> I'm just kidding. All right, it's not oh, nearly wow. that well. Um, but the thing that's cool with it is you're in a slot canyon most of the time, and that distracts the kids. the mm. The place you're in is just so cool that the kids just look around and they just keep hiking. They don't complain. They're just in awe of the whole thing. And kids can hike a long way when they're distracted. Yeah, it's when they're bored that they start whining and complaining. And so, that's on true. the hike into the slot canyon, you've got like half a mile, three quarters of a mile, maybe of hiking on sand and and in the sun um and my my daughter complained during those times on the way in and the way out but once we got (laughs) in the slot canyon she was good the whole time so was my son they were they just had a great time so we've done that we did that two years in a row and that in my opinion is a must hike if you've got kids and even if you don't have kids it's a cool hike to do um as adults but definitely with kids so and then Goblin Valley was way cool as well. We we were there, unfortunately, on a real windy day, and it was blowing sand around, and so the kids kept getting sand in their eyes, which oh, wasn't cool. Yeah. But um, but the it's it's like a really cool, just I don't know, it it's such a unique place. The kids can run around the hoodoos and play hide and seek and hike around. And it's a lot of fun. So, um, both of those are worth checking out. They're not that far from each other it's a probably a half hour drive between the two places in the same area there's camping all over the place almost wherever you want um almost not quite so yeah those that's a good place to hit and you want to hit that in the spring you don't want to wait too long otherwise it gets really hot and dry out there but actually the San Rafael swell isn't too bad even into like june um, but after that it gets awfully hot so spring or fall really is the best time for those and uh so yeah there's that sweet and then we mentioned uh antelope island for close by yeah. you can do that now you can go out there now uh very little to if any snow out there and um when's the when's the spring buffalo buffalo run? roundup no the uh, uh long distance race no oh. the the ultra i think it's in I want to say March. Because there'll be friends out there on the island if you go out there the same weekend yeah. as that. But I think otherwise. it's in March. Yeah? Um, I, I want to say it's in March. What, what do they call that? 
That one, I think that one's just the antelope 50. Or is, no, that's the buffalo run, right? Is that the, the buffalo run? And the fall is the antelope? Yeah, I can't remember. <laughs> but different courses but similar place yeah antelope is a pretty awesome area it's close by it's cheap it's often overlooked there's lots of like family friendly mountain biking if you want to get your kids out there on the mountain bike lots of easy riding good hiking furry peak is a fun hike um it's really pretty too there's real bison out there real ones no yep. that fake crap you see up in yellowstone <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, those fake bison. March, March seventeenth. March seventeenth for the twenty-five k. No, sorry, March seventh for the twenty-five k. March twenty-first for the fifty k, fifty mile, one hundred yeah. mile. Okay, so skip a couple weeks. Okay, so um, coming up, like within next couple weeks. Yeah, yeah but that's if you're a mountain biker, if you're a trail runner, just a hiker that you just want to get on some dry trails and it's scenic and it's beautiful and in the spring like chase mentioned on the last episode that you, you missed it in the spring when things green up he said that it reminded him of iceland um, because it was so green so bright green and not a lot of trees and stuff like that which is kind of how iceland is so um, a pretty unique place but iceland doesn't have bison you're right I, there's no bison in iceland no. i'm gonna have to go to the island in the spring those two weeks when it's green and take some photographs and then show you photographs of iceland and the and the island antelope island and see if you know which one's which <laughs> all right <laughs> sounds you know, good is this antelope island or is this iceland, iceland. yeah well good I'm luck away i'm gonna bet that i can go 100 <laughs> percent on that challenge but we'll okay see. yeah there's we'll not see. any black rock out there yeah it is a really but it's, it's a cool great. area though, and get there before the bugs hit. Yeah, which is now through yeah. like June, early June or something. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Don't play with the bison. Take selfies, but don't get too close. Right. All right. So those are some adventure spots from now until like mid May, something like near the end of school. And Brandon had also mentioned Moab, Slick Rock, um, yes. arches. Yes. Um. Don't go there over Easter. Yeah. Go go there before Easter or in the fall. There's enough people who go there. If, if you're listening to this and you're like, I go to Easter every year. It's like, yeah, you're the guy. You go. <laughs> and the rest of us won't go. Right. But it is fun to go. Like if you have, um, they go for the Jeep Safari. And it's, mm-hmm. That's more. If you like to mountain bike with Jeeps next to you, go over Easter. <laughs> yes. Yeah. I, I mentioned on the last episode that you won't hear. Um, that I went down one year for the Jeep Safari and had a great time. It was a lot of fun, but we were there with the other Jeepers, and so that was kind of a cool, unique experience. If I had gone down there to mountain bike and it was a, I was surrounded by Jeepers, I would have been annoyed the whole time. So just be aware, Easter, week of Easter, uh, Easter weekend, that's going to be a zoo down there. Um, but one of the places I mentioned that I really like down in Moab, that I every time I've hiked it, it hasn't been very crowded. It was Corona Arch. Mm. When we hiked Delicate Arch, it was like a big line up the up the trail. But when we hiked Corona Arch, I hardly saw any people. The the three or four times I've hiked it, hardly seen anyone. And so that's a place worth checking out in Moab if you're wanting to avoid the crowds but see some classic, do some classic hikes. That's a cool one. Sweet. So totally. anyway, so that's that. All right, so now let's get into the the summer. Um, you know, like late May, June, July. Uh, where 
where's a good place to go await me? Well, we go Yellowstone. Right. Yellowstone, because they open the Dunraven Pass. All the roads are open. Dunraven Pass opens. You looked it up, Chase. Uh, May 22nd. 22nd. Gave the pro tip that if you plan it correctly, you can go early the day they open Dunraven Pass. Go to the top of Dunraven Pass. There's a parking lot there because um, actually there's a, there's a couple pullouts right before, but then there's a lot there for a hike. And usually that lot is still like half full of snow because there's a lot of snow up there in the early spring. But you can like uh, skin up that mountain that's to the uh, west side of Dunraven um, and be the first to ski it uh, unless you want to hike really, really, really far up the road. Um, but that's why that's why it's fun. It's a fun suggestion to do when they open the road. Once the road's open, you can go do that. Yeah. yeah. <clears throat> there you go. Um, you will want to plan your Yellowstone adventure um, the week of <laughs> Memorial Day ending on the 25th. <laughs> Memorial Day. That's when nobody goes, and that's when you should plan on going. So the pro tip for Memorial be, Day. Be out of Yellowstone on the 26th. Yes, that's the yeah. that's where you because should. they put the animals away right on the twenty sixth. Turn the faucets yeah. off to the right. pots. And right, it's pretty boring. The twenty sixth through like June first, it's pretty boring. It is. So I wouldn't even worry no about animals, it. nothing up there. Wouldn't even worry about it. Yep, I'm gonna go. I'm gonna go check it out just to make sure that to make sure yeah that things are are doing. I've okay. heard it's a waste of time that week. Yeah. Oh yeah. yeah. No. It in, indeed for sure it's yeah. a waste of time. Um, I'm doing Let me know. It, I'm doing it as a serve a public service to podcast listeners to podcast listeners yeah. just to confirm it's a complete waste of time that week <laughs> the week before or the week after totally fine they'll have the animals out they'll mm-hmm. have the old faithful will be running they mm-hmm. they'll keep that running the week of Memorial Day um, but not the week after so so if you do end up there on Memorial Day you want to line up to get into the park early like seven right or earlier now we're being serious on this yes one. <laughs> um, yeah no that's yeah or late like noon because in between then hundreds and hundreds of cars trying to get into the park at least at the west gate if you're all the way up over on the like the northeast entrance in cook city i don't even know if you can come through there this that time of year maybe you can but um the west gate's one of the busier ones and you you want to be there before seven or after like eleven thirty or something on Memorial Day or during Memorial Day weekend. Also, don't plan on going to the busy hot pots that weekend. Or if you do, as you get in at 7 o'clock, buzz straight to those hot pots. You can do Old Faithful because there's enough parking around Old Faithful over the busiest time of years, year. But some of the others, uh, what's the one that everyone takes? Southeast Island. It's beautiful from the top. The Prismatic. Grand Prismatic. That, yeah, dude, good luck. Zero parking for like a mile in each direction. <laughs> yeah. So just get there. You can get, well, no, I mean, it's busy even into the evening around those hot pots. So that weekend, it's just busy. However, people tend to, tourists tend not to drive around the whole park. So if you head north to Mammoth, where you go over to, um, you go up Dunraven and into Lamar Valley. Lamar Valley. Lamar Valley is pretty quiet, and that's where there's wolves and bear, and like you can get lucky and see some animals up there. So we always drive up to Lamar Valley, and the, there's hardly any traffic. So we got lucky and saw like a, 
like a marmot was hanging out on a rock. <laughs> he got out and was checking out his marmot on a rock. It was pretty great. Heck yeah. yeah. You can find sweet. some funky stuff up in that belly. Every now and then you see moose up there. Mises. Uh, yeah. Meesen. Meesen. Yeah. Yeah. That's the cousin to the bison. Right. Most people don't know that. Well, have you, have you ever uh, put a bison in the back of your car? <laughs> a baby bison? You're trying to lead to a joke. <laughs> it's not going to work. Because I can't. <laughs> I'm just trying to set you up. Oh, that was so good. I couldn't do it. I couldn't follow it up. It feels so bad for the yeah. listeners uh, that they missed it. But there there was a story of the lady who took, I don't know why she did it. She <laughs> legit stole a bison. She baby. A, ba- a bison baby, baby. bison in the back of her car. And I, tried, t- took it home or well, something? No, like that? I didn't take it, it home. It was cold. I, it was cold? I, I heard, and I don't know if I remember, I remember this right, um, but I heard that she claimed... The, the baby had been abandoned out in the snow. It was cold, and she was afraid that the baby would die, and so she put it in the back of her car to warm it up. Uh, I don't know if she took it to, like, a ranger station or exactly what happened, but I know she put it in the back of her car to warm it up, and uh, they ended up having to euthanize the baby. <laughs> yeah. Right. She was concerned. Yeah. yeah. That's sad. Because the bison Be- mom. the mom had left it. Yeah, and what did the bison yeah. mom say? Bison. It's just not quite it's not as, as, as funny. Like, Bye, son. Yeah. Yeah. And then this lady like took kidnapped the son. <laughs> yeah. Right. See uh, that part really happened. Though. Yeah. So I can't confirm what the mom said. Bison mom said. Yeah. <laughs> probably bison. Bi- probably bison. Yeah. So. Good luck in Yellowstone. <laughs> so just just a reminder though, um, that Grand Prismatic will be turned off and drained, and the colors will be. <laughs> will be turned off the week of uh, May 26th through uh, into Ju- June 1st. Mm-hmm. So that week, mm-hmm. that'll be turned off. Old Faithful really will be turned off. It doesn't really happen. Yeah, yeah it will be. but yeah. So. Yeah. yeah, if you think it's off, then it's off. Yeah, you, you don't waste your time. That's a terrible week I'll, to go. I'll waste my time on but your But I may meet you up there. Um, yeah. Well, I'll be up there to ski. Sweet. So. All right, so Yellowstone is ideal in May. Yeah, because oh, the the animals are out. Yep, their animal babies around. Yep, um, the crowds aren't quite as thick, and you do have to drive to find the animals. Yeah, you can get lucky. It the park is basically in a figure eight, a very large figure eight. Um, <laughs> depending on construction because if Dunraven's closed because of construction but I'm not sure when they're going to start that anyway we we enter the west gate and then we usually head over to Lamar but you can head straight up to Mammoth um, you have to drive that whole park and when you drive the whole park the first, if you're say you're there five days drive the whole park usually not between Old Faithful and Bridge Bay not usually not a lot going on as far as animals go and typically not a lot as far as animals go besides bison and and elk between uh, madison and old faithful but from madison north all the way up and around that's really the bears and wolf are and so the only way to figure that out is to drive it and you'll see cones like signs of of that the rangers had there was a a, a bear stop you know so there's cones out on the road you're like okay there was there was a bear around here so much so that there was so much traffic they put the cones out and stuff so you're close and you're close 
but then you got to just keep driving it and then you'll find like the bear jam or otherwise you just get lucky yeah but it's, it's rare we've done it it's rare we've done it when you're just looking out the window and you're like oh my gosh bear i did it and i about had uh Bryden, who was following us, slam into the back of my truck because I slammed the brakes on so fast that he wasn't paying attention. And he whipped right by us. He had to pull out and around because he, I mean, I slammed on the brakes. and hit, But I looked left and a little bear head popped up on this ridge. And so I was the first to spot the bear head. So I pulled, darted off the side of the road and damn near got rear-ended by our friend Bryden who was right behind us. And then he flipped he flipped around and parked on the, the side of the road that was the bear was on. And then got out of his truck, stood behind his truck on his bumper, and took some unbelievable photos shooting up towards where the bear was on that side of the road huh. at a safe distance. I was across the road with the with the anyway, so you can you can get lucky by just like staring out the window and being alert, but it's it's way easier to just drive the freaking park and find like the bear jam. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Huh. Well yeah. that that's good. Good advice. Um, Another place we mentioned is heading up north, going to the summertime. Glacier. Yeah, summertime because you wanted what's to do, where to go in the summer when it's right. hot. Right. North. Mm. Further north, well, Glacier National Park. Me yeah. and Greg can't talk about this because we've only been once. Right. But we hear Brandon's I've been, been, twice. Twice You've been twice to Glacier. Yeah. I've been so t- how many times you been? I've only been once. How many times have you been? Just, just one time. I've been twice. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> and we did establish that he doesn't remember the first one. <laughs> no. Wasn't because. No. He, he was sober. He was not inebriated. Yeah, yeah no, no. It was, I was. He was young. Um, <laughs> so we had problems about it. Yeah. Although I do have a fun, fun picture of me in diapers, like downing a Miller Lite. <laughs> um, it started early, kids. Someone's, someone's um, got to do it. Yeah, yeah. And my parents, they love me. Um, they really did. But no, no, I did. I don't remember the park, but I did remember, which is probably highly illegal, but I swear it was almost like a like a those things you put coins in and it gives you like the feeders the feeder. yeah to f- i swear it was something like that we were feeding them the goat the mountain goats <laughs> and uh in the you know in you the can't park. do that anymore <laughs> they yeah, kind of frown upon that frown upon for sure but i did remember doing that as a kid and then this last trip i made it was, it was still a few years ago but i definitely remember it i was much older yeah Glaciers. Tanvan made it through oh wow yeah actually Tanvan is small enough to go over the going to the sun road oh, oh really? wow yeah I limited no RVs. That's sweet. We went uh, just this last spring. We went like the week before going to the Sun Road opened, so we weren't able to do that. Uh, the first few weeks it's opens a little sketchy. Really? Like avies and rockfall, and because it's spring and yeah, stuff is just stuff coming yeah. down. Um, so I didn't realize that. I went. We went like late mid to late August, but yeah, that yeah. was. That was probably the coolest bear encounter I've ever had in my life. Like, just on a little hike. Well, not a little hike. It was like a 16, 18-mile hike. Yeah. Um, was he, like, driving a Harley? Yeah. 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 <laughs> no. It was a real bear. <laughs> oh, it was a real bear. Um, we're getting close to the car, and this these two cubs, probably 25 yards in front of us, just jump out of the bushes right in front of us. And they're doing their growling thing. We're like, oh, my gosh. And all all the guys in the group just like fan out and pulled out a bear spray. It, yeah. lo- it probably looked pretty cool, honestly. Um, and How many guys two, in the group? There's probably f- five or six of us. Yeah, there's a lot of you. Okay. Yeah, um, 
And then they ran a little bit further down the trail to mom. Mom was down the trail. Mom was down. Thank goodness you were in between. You, the between kids, mom and the and cubs. And, but it was it was one of the coolest. It was man, my heart rate went through the roof. But it I was bet. such a cool to see them right there. Yeah. We we turned around and went another way to the car. So they were <laughs> but, on your trail. Yeah. 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 But luckily we had the trail teed, like split off in a fork, like a half mile before. Or yeah, before we saw him, so we just went back and then went another way down to the car. So it wasn't the only only way to the car. But it was really cool. Um, so much wildlife in Glacier. We Glacier saw, was the place where I saw the most bears. Yeah, and they're we, big. We just along the side of the road, yeah. bears right outside of the park, driving through just bears. Wow. It was it was really cool for sure. Huh. I still have never seen a bear in I and I've been to Yellowstone been to Glacier never seen a bear in either of those places you have not never seen a bear in the Wind Rivers in the Sawtooth in the Uintas any of those places the only place I saw a bear and it was just just for a a moment out of the corner of my eye was in Ogden Canyon driving home out of all places nobody's seen a a bear there I know (laughs) and there was a it was a time a few years back five years six seven years ago something like that there was a mama and two cubs that had mm. been spotted in the canyon, which was rare. And I, so we're driving in the canyon. We just done, got done rock climbing. It was dark. And there was, I just saw a bear out of the corner of my eye, just with the lights of my cars for about three seconds, run off into the bushes. That's the only bear I've ever seen that wasn't in a zoo. Well, I was, black bears surprised me because they are they're so little right mm-hmm. and you're like oh there's the cutest little black bear they <laughs> tell your head off <laughs> the but brown bear and grizzly are like holy <laughs> big crap bears. that's a big animal mm-hmm. like, and they just look so powerful i couldn't imagine a kodiak in alaska <sighs> seeing something like that I mean, he's gotta be and that guy who died who was living with them treadwell Tim, was it Tim Treadwell who's living with the bears on Cody? I'm like, that dude was nut, man. Those bears are massive. Yeah. Big. Was he living with the bears? Yes. He got dropped off on the island, island, or wherever, Kodiak Island or whatever. And he had a tent. And I want to say he had like a Hilleberg? little. A little <laughs> I don't know what to do. I'm sure, it but was. I've, I've watched. There aren't the any tents that are going to handle it out there. Other documentary a few times, um, and he was a great uh, bear protector. Uh, he just got too overconfident, and the bears ate him <laughs> and his girlfriend. Oh wow, that's uh, a that's a terrible story. It really is a terrible story, and when you watch the documentary, it's like oh, this dude was kind of a nut, you know. I mean, but he was he. When you care about bears more than your own safety, your own safety and all those kinds, of, I don't know. He really did care about the bears, but um, he got very close and he knew them by name. He knew his own names, and he would, but he could communicate as far as like they would come so close, and he knew when he was in danger, and like he was very good at reading when they were. Mm-hmm. But what he couldn't predict, I think he was there too late into the season when they get hungry and yeah. little ornery and I th- and there was one that he wasn't familiar with that had come into the area and uh yeah next thing you know i mean they don't know which which one got i don't think they know which one got him but they he died wow interesting wow. so don't do that kids don't take like kids there either what not to where not to take your kids and leave them kodiak kodiak island in alaska i'll keep that so in mind it says online caught my 
Katmai. Oh, that's there Kat, we go. Katmai National Park. Okay, Kodiak. Where's Kodiak Island? It's off the coast of uh, Alaska. It's in Alaska. Alaska. But Katmai National Park. Is that where he was held up? That's where he said he died. Um, he had a TV show, The Grizzly Man Diaries. Yes. It was wow. a pretty great show. Um, Kodiak Archipelago. Kodiak shares its island. Um, hmm. Interesting. There was a guy that went and studied bears in, the, in Russia on the... What was that? They can't grow them small in Russia either, right? They right. Be They're massive. Yeah. Um, but it's the area of the world where there's the the densest population of grizzlies. It's in the... What's that peninsula called? It's the... Where at? The in Aleutian? Russia. Oh, in, in Russia. Russia? Um, uh, my, my Russian geography... Apparently my Alaska <laughs> geography is off too, so I don't want to even guess on Russia. Uh, I need to look it up here. I can't... But where are we the, take, taking kids oh, here? Kam, Kamchatka. Kamchatka. Oh, yeah, the Kamchatka. Yeah, yeah. That's, uh. <laughs> I want to say right. there was an awesome fly fishing film uh, filmed there. How do you spell that? Oh, the one with Brad Pitt? Yeah, that's a no. good one. <laughs> <laughs> K- Kamchatka. K-A-M. Yeah, Kamchatka. Uh, what is it? K-A-M-C-H. Oh, A-T-K-A. Yeah. Kamchatka. Um, uh, Check, uh, anyway, I think, film. Yeah, 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 but it's like one of the, uh, it's this big peninsula where there's like the densest population of brown bears in the entire world, and they're just all over the place. Um, but many of the bears hadn't seen humans, and so there was a guy that I think went out there to study him and lived with him for a long time, and eventually I think he was like walking among the bears and and all this stuff and then i think at a certain point for the first time ever the bear ran off when he saw him and then he's and then he found a dead bear that had been poached or something like that and then shortly after that i think he was killed by a bear yeah, that's not good. So. okay so this fly fishing film is a little bit off topic here uh, <laughs> yeah how do we get here uh, fly fishing kamchatka 2017 uh, is one of the best outdoorsy films I've seen in it, and I don't fly fish, but, uh, but it's film. It was filmed there. This oh. is the background. It's there, these guys are a crack up. Anyway, yeah. check that out if you're bored. All right. <clears throat> so we've got um, feeding the mountain goats in in uh, Glacier National Park. Yep. Don't do that. Don't do that. And then, as the snow has melted, the Wind Rivers. Yeah. The Sawtooths, the Tetons, the Uinas. All are great. They're all within a four or five hour drive of here and well worth your time. Except I've the Wind Rivers really doesn't have a whole lot worth <laughs> worth seeing. So just Just pass to, by just that. Just go one. to the other Greg, I think they're yeah. on to you at this point. Yeah. <laughs> just, I'm just saying. Well, maybe, but yeah, just go to the other <laughs> mountain ranges. Um yeah, I think there's a the Uintas are so much closer. Yeah, there's well, and, there's Arches is very low traffic too. There's no one that goes to Arches in July. Yeah. There's a there's a place in California that hardly anybody goes to called Yosemite. Uh, the Sierra Nevadas. There, there, nobody goes there, but it's mm. spectacular. Mm. So it's worth <laughs> checking those out, mm-hmm. particularly the weeks of um, July 27th. <laughs> I'm, just, I'm just kidding. All right, the Wind Rivers are awesome. 
Tetons are amazing. Um, you'll see some crowds in the Tetons because of the, the national park, but uh, the Wind Rivers, if you go to other trailheads other than um, the Elkhart Park Trailhead or the Big Sandy Trailhead, you really won't see too many crowds. The Elkhart Park Trailhead is busy. Once you get on the trail, you won't see too many people. Big Sandy Trailhead is out of control yeah. all summer. Um, one place you can go to soon that we skipped over because I forgot. Uh, Great Basin. Oh, yeah. Ooh, that's a, uh, actually one that I've never been to, but I've heard such good things about it. You can uh, hike to the top of Wheeler Peak, 13,000 foot summit of Wheeler Peak. Um, it's not that hard of a hike, It's and it's beautiful. I did it in the fall, and there was after a October snowstorm, so there was snow on the peak, but it wasn't that big of a deal. Uh, wasn't a big deal for Brandon. Not a big deal for me. I no. mean, yeah, obviously. but like other people, but might struggle. you can't you can't trust Brandon because yeah. he's he's on a whole whole different. I'm on another level. Uh, stratosphere, apparently. really. Yeah. it's more than a level. Um, it's it's a stratosphere. I was with Scotty the Body. Oh, uh, Scotty. Yeah, we we hiked that, but Go that was a lot the, of fun. See the see the bristlecone pine of yeah bristlecone pines. Uh, Great Basin. Very cool place. Bristlecone pines are the oldest longest lasting trees right mm-hmm. yeah. of all trees i believe so i think, I think, I think that's so. why they're so cool yeah because that tree was around since the dinosaurs now that's not true actually but maybe they're awesome trees but maybe like around swept looking and maybe around since uh since jesus so that's mm-hmm. something there you go that's a couple years oh uh, One, the see. wheeler peak campground in great basin will be closed uh, all the way through, it's closed now. All the way through summer 2020, so I have to find a different campground. But good, good backcountry spring skiing there as well. Um, How long for real? Pine I'm pretty sure. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, I was planning on going there this spring. It was on my list. Not going to happen this spring, but another place you time. could go right now, which is a pretty pretty awesome place to go right now, especially with the kids, is Death Valley. Oh yeah, yeah, and yeah. it's like. Eight nine hours away. Mm-hmm. Ooh, yeah. Look at this. So I just asked Siri, and she yeah. took me to. Is she right? Uh, well, she didn't. I mean, she took me to another website. Bristlecone pine trees at nearly five thousand years old. The bristlecone pine trees Ooh. found at the top of the highest mountains in the Great Basin yeah. are some of the oldest living organisms on Earth. Oh my gosh, that's really cool. That's why it's yeah, Great it's like Basin. Five hours away. It's that's cool. why Great Basin is a national park. Yeah. I didn't realize that. Um, harsh environment at these high elevations actually creates the conditions that cause these trees to live so long. They are found in wildly twisted shapes as one section of the tree dies and continues to grow. At lower elevations, bristlecone cones look like normal trees and have a much shorter lifespan. But at the high... Wow. That's cool. So... Um, there are large groups of bristle cones on Mount Wheeler, Mount Washington, and Mount Moriah. The grove on Mount Wheeler is the most accessible with a developed trail to the stand from the t- from the 10,000-foot Wheeler Peak campground. Check the National Park Forest Service. Be- Did I say that right? Uh, because the um, that campground looks like it's closed through 2020. Oh, really? You have to use a different one. Uh-huh. So, well, those are some good ideas for everyone to take the yeah. kids on family vacations now through summer. Yeah. Thanks, that's, Greg. That's, that's pretty good. sweet. I'm yeah. like 
I'm I want to go to Great Basin National Park now. I've never been there. I didn't know about the bristlecone pines there. It's pretty cool. I want to go see five thousand year old organism. It's pretty sweet. Place. Most people don't say that living, every day. Living organism. <laughs> yeah. Right. Cause, yeah. Yeah. Cool. All right. Well, thanks, Brandon, for your your knowledge of family adventure destinations. You get it free here <laughs> yeah. at the Gear Thirty Podcast. There you go. So, if you enjoyed that podcast and you want more free wisdom from Brandon. Um, <laughs> Don't forget to subscribe and tell your friends about this podcast, please. And leave us a friendly review. Friendly equals five stars. That's that's what I mean. Um, and That helps other people find us and listen and uh, enjoy the podcast as well. So uh, we do appreciate your support and listening to the podcast. It's, it's fun for us to do it as long as we know that there are people that are enjoying it and benefiting from it and those types of things. Um, if you... Uh, if you Let's see, what do we do? So the podcast, Instagram, follow us on Instagram at gear underscore three zero. Winter clearance is on sale right now or happening now online at gear30.com. G-E-A-R-T-H-I-R-T-Y.com. There you go. And um, like us on Facebook and you'll see uh, all of the things that we post. Uh, so thanks for joining us. We'll see you on the next episode. See you out there. Mm-hmm.